Are you ready for more miracles and magic in your life? Rainbows in Real Life is dedicated to bringing positivity to the forefront, celebrating the power and promise of the human spirit, and supporting each other in challenging times. Together, we are finding ways to make the future bigger and brighter for all of us. We will be sharing stories of perseverance, possibility, and promise in engaging with experts that are making a real difference in the world. Join us live on Facebook on Thursday evenings to engage in the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Hello, brilliant souls. Welcome to Rainbows and Real Life, the show dedicated to bringing positivity to the forefront celebrating the power and promise of the human spirit and supporting each other in challenging times. We believe when we join together, we all live better lives and we are exploring ways we can do that in today's ever changing world. I am Pamela Aubrey and I'm here with my amazing co-host, the No Excuses coach, Christopher Rausch. What's happening, Pam? How are you doing? Great to see you. Great to see you as well. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful time in our life. Let's rock. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, for those of you guys jumping on here on the live, we appreciate you guys engaging with us in the comments and asking us questions of both ourselves and our guests, of course. So please welcome those uh, those comments and those engagements. And uh, without any further ado, let me just go ahead and uh, say some really nice things about our guest today. Sahar Nafal is the leader of the Soulful Leader community. She shares wisdom from her own life experience while assisting others on the journey of a soulful leadership, leading from a new way of being. She believes it's our time right now as soulful leaders to show up in authentic ways to serve, serve and channel our energy into a higher vibration that uplifts the spirit of humanity. Thank you so much, Sahal, for doing that. I mean, being that light that we need so much in the world today. How are you this evening? Oh, I'm doing absolutely amazing. Thank you so much to both of you for this wonderful opportunity for me to share my um, experience here with everybody in your community. Thank you. Oh, we look forward to it. I love, I love the soulful, the soulful side of things, and I love the fact in the in the intro you got the being thing. So I really love that, and yes. can't wait to dive into it, everything. Yes, yes. Yeah, That's I've been so excited for this, and we've we've talked a little bit about where we want to go with this. But one thing I wanted to mention first is that you were on the Shift Networks Global Peace Week, and then you were also part of the Summer of Peace conferences, which included Deepak Chopra and some other visionaries. And I've been really excited just to ask you about how that has you know, played a part in you helping leaders to step forward. Thank you, that's a great question. It's funny that you mentioned that because it was just yesterday, I was scrolling through uh, my uh, profile and Facebook and I saw that I did that. It was quite a while back and it was amazing. It was the time where I really stepped into my leadership role where I made a decision to create a shift and a change in, in an area of peace. Um, I'm a Palestinian, and what I did is I actually invited an Israeli sister to join me, and we started something called the Gift of Acceptance. And so the Shift Network heard us, and they said, we want you to get on. And to my surprise, Deepak Chopra, Marianne Williamson, uh, Andura Gandhi, and many of the top not thought leaders were there. And it was such an amazing experience, and it was the beginning of me thinking more globally rather than locally because at the time I was just doing gatherings in my home or you know sometimes we have thought leaders and we do them at big hotels but it was the time where it shifted like okay there's something bigger out there rather than just me uh, working with local 
leaders, and I wanted to expand um, that width of, of my leadership and support leaders all over the world. Wow, that is so beautiful. What an amazing opportunity. It has been. It's been great. And ever since, I mean, I've had many, many other great opportunities like that. You know what I believe is like as a leader, if you step into the yes of leading and leadership and a little bit, I'll tell you a little bit what my what is a leader to me and what is leadership to me. But once you say yes to your leadership role and know that you are on that path, you know, everything that you ever need will show up. Many amazing surprises. I kid you not, like the past 10 years, I have, um, I, I've been I've been divorced. I left an abusive relationship of 18 years. In 2009, I, my divorce was final. And, and at that time, instead of going into victimhood, I thought to myself, you know, what can I do to serve humanity, especially women? And I started a small group in my family room. And what happened is one woman would call the other, the other would call the other before we knew it within less than a year and a half. We had over 300 people at the Marriott Hotel in San Ramon. And our main speaker was Dr. John Gray, you know, the author of Men from Mars, Women from Venus. <clears throat> and it was that moment too, that was one of the first moments when I said, I think I'm, I'm onto something. I was in real estate prior to that. I mean, <laughs> two different wow. worlds, right? No, and, I left my husband and I left my license and I said, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and throughout the 10 years, I had to raise my girls on my own, put them both through college. That's like the biggest achievement ever. And while empowering, inspiring women, thank you, uh, yeah. to step into their leadership role. And, and despite of all the adversities, I call it from the dark side to the bright side, the dark side, bankruptcy, foreclosure, IRS auditing, uh, child support courts, divorce courts, everything you could ever imagine was happening to me. But because I was... I was dedicated to my leadership every single month I would show up at the bright side of life. And that was the first name of my platform. So from the dark side to the bright side. And so today I want to share that we are in the dark side right now. And I want to help you come out to the bright side of life. And how would that look like as a leader? Wow. Thank I just so love that. So inspiring. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I mean, that's I love your energy and your passion. And the fact that you I'm the I'm like the no excuses coach and my one of my branding is unstoppable. And the fact that you just you just keep going and you keep figuring it out. And it's interesting that you mentioned your story. I just had a, a lady named Monica Kretschmer. She's the uh, CEO and founder of the Universal Women's Network up in, in Canada. And she had a very similar story. She went through litigation with her ex-husband for over 10 years. She got so good at it that she decided to become a litigator herself. And just again, seven month old kid and just just pivoted and, and kept going. What do you say to people who who think they can't do that, who, who sit there and say, oh, it must be easy for you. You must have some sort of gene that allows you to rebirth yourself. What are some of the things that got you through those hard times? That's a great question, Christopher. Let me tell you, um, I was, believe it or not, I was born an introvert. <laughs> people don't even think that, right? But what I was blessed with, I had a pair of parents that were the perfect example for um, so my mom was a Palestinian peace activist and my father, even though we're Middle Eastern, my father gave her the freedom to do whatever it is that she wants. And so she literally lived her calling. She traveled the world and she spoke on stages of world leaders and she spoke on behalf of the Palestinian people and on behalf of women, Arab women. I grew up with a mother like that. She authored four books. She was a poet, a writer, an artist an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, what a powerhouse she was. Yeah. So I grew up in her shadow. 
but I wasn't like, I didn't, I never said I want to be like mom, but she was an example for me. Then we go to my father. When I was 16, I started working in his travel agency. He was an entrepreneur, a businessman. He sold airline tickets and I learned how to sell tickets. I learned about the sales. So I combined the combination. That was my upbringing, but it wasn't until I left the marriage when I found myself. I, I tell people when I was married the last four years, I called myself Sarah. I didn't know who Sahar was. So I called myself Sarah. And when I stepped into Sahar, Sahar means dawn early in the morning, like the sunrise. When I rose, right, I woke up. I realized that, wow, you know, I was, I, I was born to a set of parents that are so amazing, like mom and dad. And, and all of a sudden I go, okay, what can I do to like, get all that energy and all that I've learned and all the experiences to become who I am. You know, a lot of deep work had to be done. But the one thing I tell you, no matter where you're at, whether you're on the dark side or the light, the, the bright side of life, the most important thing is to continue to do your inner work, continue to connect to soul, continue to connect to spirit, continue to meditate, continue to do all the things that you need in order for you to have a balance. And that's exactly what I'm doing and serving uh, the leaders out there. And, and, and I also would love to share with you the four archetypes that showed up in the past few months uh, of leaders and what they're doing and, and how they're showing up right now. Absolutely. Um, I just want to ask you one question. I'm, I'm not sure if you had a question, Pam, but when you, when um, the fact that you had the, the amazing parents, that is, I mean, that is such a beautiful gift in and out of, of itself. My, my situation, I didn't have amazing parents. I didn't have a dad. I grew up with a mom who had multiple personality disorders drug addictions and alcohol addictions mm -hmm. and things of that nature. So I had to become a scrapper in order to figure out my life and become unstoppable and become the way I am today through your, through your journeys and helping other leaders and helping other people that perhaps did not have the best suited parents for teaching you like you yourself was what recommendations do you have for people to let go maybe of that, that blame and insecurity that they might have? Well, I didn't have the parents that you had, so I'm not able to do that. Yeah. What are some of the things that you tell people who yeah. are in that situation? So I want to tell you, even though they were not, they were the perfect parents for me, they were not the perfect parents. <laughs> okay. They were the perfect parents for me to be the example of what I want. So my adversity, because we all have the wounding and the pain, didn't start until I divorced. Because I had a really comfortable lifestyle, multi-million dollar home, vacation overlooking the Mediterranean Sea, like vacation homes. We had the travel, everything you could ever imagine. I had to let go of that material world. And that's when my adversity began, where I found myself no money, raising two girls on my own, no parent. Even my parents didn't even, they were not there to support at the time. My ex just disappeared literally for a year we didn't know where what the heck was going so the adversity began but what kept me going was not that showing up all the time despite of where i'm at i always found the light at the end of the tunnel i i stayed standing sometimes like when my mom died in 2010 i was devastated and it was literally like the worst time of my life. And I sort of didn't even want to stay on earth. I didn't want to kill myself, but I didn't want to stay on earth anymore. And I gave myself the time to heal, but I stood back up again. It's like you have to bounce back. You have to bounce back. By the way, I saw the two-minute Steve Harvey, the parachute. I loved it, and I shared it with everyone. Awesome. And Thank so... You. You have to jump. That's all I have to say because the parachute will never open. You have to jump and you are going to hit 
the rocks and you're going to get scraps and you're going to, it's not going to feel good, but you're going to have to continue and know that there is a light, a glimmering light at the end of each tunnel. Beautiful. I absolutely love that. And I think that, you know, it really speaks to that reaching deep down and finding your own power and really embracing that. So what was that like for you? Um, you know, there are phases in human's life, right? We go through uh, every 10 years or every seven years, everybody has their own, you know, <laughs> way of saying it. But um, each time as you evolve, as you grow, you're going to have to add layers of self-care, layers of, of, of uh, daily or weekly or monthly rituals, layers of new habits. As you are adding, you're also releasing. I say you're taking off jackets and putting on better jackets, right? Yet you're just removing, removing, and removing. And please, at this time, I'll tell you, I don't care what kind of leader you are, it's time for you to take off all the jackets that have, I'm not good enough, I'm not beautiful enough. I am so tired of listening. Listen, whoever you are, it is time for us to step it up. It is no time to go inwards anymore. The only way you go inwards to rebirth something new in order for you to create change on earth. Enough is enough with your wounding and working on this and working on that and inner child. I'm tired of listening to it. This is the time to step it up. We have all the tools within us. We have been in the personal development growth school for freaking 20, 30, 40 years. Enough. It's time to use those tools and move forward. Any given time, I don't feel good. I pull from my own tools. Okay, what would I say to my client? I coach my own self the way exact way I coach my other clients. What can I say to myself? And if I find new tools, which I have been finding incredible new tools, amazing thought leaders out there. I just discovered one called the key. My God, I've been using it. It's just so beautiful. Just like I do with my clients. I do my own thing. So enough of the healing work, enough of more certification, enough of until I do this and until I do that. You know what? Just step it up. Just step it up. And, and just, just own it and, and start serving humanity. I'm not sure if you're passionate enough about this. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm the same way. I'm like, quit your bitching and start moving. I mean, that's right. Everything's happening for you, not to you. Let's put on our big boy pants. I love the, uh, the, you, you, the, 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 uh, analogy of taking off the jackets. Yeah. You know? I mean, in, in respect to leadership right now, I mean, I just got out of a 26 year corporate career. I was a director of operations. I have a wow. master's degree in organizational management. So I, I was in that, I was in that, that realm for a long period of time. Um, and it, it really, I, I really, out of all my career stuff, I invested myself most to be the best leader I could possibly mm -hmm. be. What are you, what do you think are some of the, the, the traits that people are missing right now? Some of the leaders, and I know it goes based on generational differences. I know the baby boomers have a different set of philosophies than, you know, the gen Xers or even the gen Ys that are now in leadership. Talk to us a little bit about those distinctions and what people need to have in their arsenal to be effective leaders th these days. Beautiful. First, I want to tell you what is a leader, right? Everybody has a, their own definition of leadership. Now, I have been leading community for the past 15 years. So what that means is I have a community of thousands of people that have done over 350 live events and few now online. Of course, I had to shift. I had to go through the whole process of doing things online now. So as a leader, showing up to the events, the coaching, mentoring, helping others. So I developed a leadership uh, you know, I, I, de I developed who I am as a leader. It wasn't just overnight. I decided to wake up. Oh, I could lead now. 
So it's just learn how to be a leader, you know, step into your leadership role by saying, what opportunities do I have that I could be a leader? And here are what leaders are, right? Leaders are people that are committed to showing up despite of what's happening in the world right now. Leaders are people that are leading from their soul, because I call them soulful leaders, leaders that are guided by spirit and guided by the intuition. Leaders uh, are who uh, are living uh, from the place of their calling, creating innovative new ways of leading, especially right now. Leaders who are calling in abundance through not just of working hard, but knowing to trusting that they are taken care of. Uh, leaders are people that are of coming from clear of service and they're very clear about what it is that they're here to do right now during this time. Okay. They could be leaders, uh, leading people, organizations, communities, societies, corporations, politics, social justice, and so on, so on. But, but you have to understand who you are and what is your inner leader. So there's an inner leader and there's an outer leader. The inner leader is the one who operates the your inner leader is your your soulful leadership the 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 essence of who you are the true essence of who you are that's who you are then you have the your outer leadership the the mechanical the who are you leading where are the people that you're leading you could be a coach leading people by 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 coaching them a mentor a healer you could be again coaching a big corporation it doesn't matter but are you aligned with your inner and outer leader that's the question you have to ask yourself well, and that brings me to yet another question, which is how do people begin to step into leadership when they know that they're really called to it? That's a good question. Now, every individual is the same. I don't know who your audiences are, and I'm sure you have uh, various audiences, but my audience are literally leaders who are in the personal development and maybe business building, finances, people that are coaches, the healers, the thought leaders, the authors, the speakers, all the influencers, those are the people that are my audience and I'm sure many of them are here as well. It depends on which, which arena you're playing with and where you want to be. So that's really specific to the individual. But here's, here's what I've been doing. Um, I have been guided to, so when the COVID began, first of all, I was in Illinois um, March of this year and January, I was guided. I had a clear, clear message. I come from a, a line of mediumship in my family, which is so cool. And not until now, I'm just finally coming out, right? <laughs> and so I do channel and I've been doing it for 15 years, but now I'm just you know, sharing it publicly. And so what I've been guided is to come back to California. I had no idea why. My lease was over on the 3rd of March and I just literally um, got up. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. good. I got up and I just literally decided, okay, I'm going to follow my goddess within one month. I had a couple of events within one month. I just packed everything, shipped everything, found a location to stay in California and just moved just by following my guidance. So that's my inner guidance, my inner leadership uh, guiding me and where to go. Okay, so this is an example. When you're listening, when you're tuned in, when you're aligned with who you are, you have to listen to the inner now I came here and you know the rest of the story, the 18th, 19th, 20th, I don't know what happened. The whole world decided with the COVID pandemic and all of a sudden I found myself like frozen. Oh my gosh. I finally came home after being three and a half years in, Cal in Chicago. And of course, coming back home, I've been here in the, in the San Francisco Bay area now 43 years. And so I come back home and all this thing happened. I had to go inwards and say, oh my God, what do I do next? Just like guidance came to me in January to tell me to move, 
I followed that same thing. And I said, okay, okay, spirit, okay, God, higher self, what is it why I need to do? And the words of serving, serving, serving right now, don't worry about where the money's gonna come in, just completely trust the process. You've been teaching that for years. It's time for you to trust the process and allow whatever's supposed to unfold, unfold organically, just completely trusting the process. And so I did. And Spirit guided me two things. Number one, you're gonna be doing group coaching, not group coaching, sorry, group virtual gatherings right now, which I've been doing once or twice a month and serving, serving without any expectation. And the second thing that was given to me sometimes end of May, early June, is you are to serve 100 souls, 100 people, giving them a soul guidance session. They gave me the name of the session, how long it's supposed to be, what am I supposed to do? And all of a sudden I go, where am I gonna get 100 people? And Spears said, we're not gonna, you're not gonna worry about it, they'll show up, <laughs> right? I've done, I think, what is it now, 70? I'm up to 70 since early June. And I did nothing but serve. I get on a call, I do this process that I scan them, and I see images, and then at the end, Spirit gives them a formula. So why am I saying this? As I'm doing this, I have learned few patterns about where leaders are. And most of these people are, again, my audience of healers and coaches and authors. What I've learned that there are four different kind of archetypes that are showing up right now during this time, okay, current times. There's the hidden leader. People are hiding and they're saying, this shall pass, this shall pass, this shall pass. And they literally show up as hiding. And then there is the working hard leader. And their thing is, if I don't work my butt off, if I don't work hard, then guess what? I am not going to be successful. So they're doing the old paradigm of, things that they have learned, but they keep hitting the wall and hitting the wall. And then the third one is the wise leader. People who have their stuff together, they know who their audience are, they have their platform all set, but they know right now there's something more that they need to step into. And then we have your evolved leader. These are leaders that have just done everything they ever need and they just hold the space for the collective. They hold the space for the collective and they show up as angels, literally. So with a hidden leader, they're always hiding. I see them in, 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 in bags. I see them hide behind glass. This is the image. I see them behind wooden fence. I see them like today, one was hiding in a plastic cup. And, and it was just the weirdest images that I get. It's not weird. It's just, and then spirit tells them what it is. And the formula for the hidden leader is to ground themselves because they're usually floating. A lot of the spiritual healers ground yourself, walk on earth, earthing, barefoot, you know, sage your house, a lot of uh, cutting of the cords, things like that. that. Those are the formulas that they be swim, tox detoxify your body. And then we have the working hard, working hard. Also earthing is very important so they could ground themselves. They're going in circles. So I see them in carousels. I see them standing and spinning. I see them doing different projects. And so for them to ground themselves again, you know, Epsom salt to detox all their bodies, limiting belief, cutting all these formulas that they're giving them. Then the wise leader is just for them to really go even deeper to bring out whatever it is that they're supposed to be saying and doing for the community now, stepping it up a little bit. And then of course the 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 evolved leader is just affirming that who they are. That's where we all want to be, the evolved leader. And so it's been just a fascinating journey of seeing this with these four archetypes and being able now to be precisely to help them 
and give them the formula that they needed. So it's been a fabulous a journey. And I, I still have like about 30 people to go, but it's just been so much fun. And here's the best part. I do this completely out of service. And yet people are saying yes to wanting to work with me without even me asking them. It's, right. no, it's not an enrollment process that we have learned. It's about me serving. And towards the end, about maybe 20% saying, you know what, we want more of this. Can you help us? And that's what I've been doing. So technically, I've done maybe 150 sessions collectively for about 70 people. And, wow. and that's how I'm serving. And I'm telling people to go out there and serve. Figure out a way to serve humanity with all the tools that you have. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. There was a lot you shared in there that I wanted to kind of pick into. Um, when you're talking about leaders, are you talking about, you know, the, the, the affirmative leader, the person that actually has a job in leadership? Or are you talking about people? We as people should be leaders of our lives. I just want to see if there's a distinction there. Are we talking about corporate leaders? Or are we talking about leaders of our lives? Um, it depends, again, how you define leadership. Corporate leaders also. Corporate leaders are also uh, show up hiding because they are not really, uh, you know, stepping it up for their teams they're not really being who they are they're supposed to they're just doing their daily jobs you know they're not they're not really showing up as leaders uh leader of your own person of course we have to lead that's the inside leader christopher okay ourselves there's the physical obviously and the spiritual right our higher and lower selves and so you need to lead your own self but again this is how you have to start by connecting to your inner self in order for the outer leader to really show up authentically who they are. Awesome. Thank you for answering that. And just by the way, guys, uh, on the chat, we welcome your comments and your questions for all of us. So please engage with us here in the chat. I see Cindy's got to take off. We'll see you, Cindy. But thank you guys all for being here. Pam. Yes, thank you. We always appreciate you. And it did kind of bring me back full circle to the topic of serving from that place of being. And so if you can talk just a little bit more about that and what that really means. I love that. You know, I read um, a post on Facebook and I just wanted to read a little bit about, um, it's a really long one. I just posted on the Soulful Leader uh, community page and I just want to read a little bit from it and it'll, it'll answer a lot of the questions. And it was about, uh, again, leaders. It says, what a beautiful and authentic way how we want to show up, we'll, we, you could continue to celebrate others no matter how advanced you have become as a leader. What's truly flattering is how much you can give despite of how full you have made yourself to be. What honestly valuable and honestly value, valuable, honestly valuable is how better of a human you can be in a world that is high off the spiritual materialism and jumping the next escape goat for freedom. So here's the best part. At the end of the day, you don't care how brave you are, how productive you are, how popular you are, how enlightened you are, what a big leader that you are. At the end of the day, you want to know that you were kind, that you were real, that you want to know that you can step down the pedestal from that leadership role from time to time to kiss the earth and let your hair get dirty and your feet get muddy and join the dance with the collective. Wow. Love that. So beautiful. Well, and I know there's a few different ways people can get in touch with you and they can find out more about doing one of your soulful guidance sessions. So I just want to 
put your website up here for anyone who wants to visit your website. They can go there. They can also go and just book a time with you directly. And it's free for the first yes. session, correct? Yes, it and, is. Okay, great. And yes. so everyone can jot that down. But um, so that being said, we're coming up on our time. Do you have any sort of closing thoughts you want to share with everyone? I just want to tell each and every one of you, whoever you are, whatever leadership role that you think you are, whether you're helping one person or a group of millions, just know that you are supported fully. Just go inwards, connect to your inner self, and know that you have, you have all the support, all the guidance, everything you ever need is already here. And just trust yourself and trust the process. And of course, I want to thank both of you for this beautiful invitation and for letting me share my passion with your beautiful community. Thank you. No, we love it. We love it. I mean, beautiful. Yeah. Any closing thoughts for you, Chris? Closing thoughts for me, you know, honestly, it's, I mean, in a short time, we've talked about a lot of different aspects of it. So I would just invite the viewers, because I know for me personally, my journey, when I think about the different uh, archetypes that you talked about, um, I think about that's a journey that I've been on. Like if I was, when I was younger, I would not have seen myself as an evolved leader because I had not evolved through those things. So I invite you guys out there to, to, to drop the misconceptions that you have to go through time and all these different experiences in order to become evolved. It's just a matter of like Sahara said, you know, looking within yourself and just really letting, getting to know yourself. I mean, that's, that's the important base that we have to come from as leaders, as people in the community is if you, if you know who you are and you're comfortable being that person, that's what I invite you guys to do to, to be able to embrace what Sahara is saying is that, you know, it's just, it's a matter of, you know, that deep introspect introspection and that willingness to let go of what's not working to be able to be enlightened. And I know that's what I've had to do in my life because I know, you know, years ago I would listen to this and went, okay, that doesn't make any sense. I'm on to the next thing, but now I've become more evolved and seen those things. So I just invite you guys all to have that same journey as well. That's so beautiful. And I would just tag on, and I love what Marlene said here, let yourself be guided. Spirit is always there. Just continue to listen, continue to ask the questions and continue to do that inner work. And while you're doing that, look at how you can then serve in the outward world. And it will be amazing how things will unfold. So thank you once again for being here, Sahar. Such a joy to have you. Yes. Thank, thank you so, you so much, much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you all for being here. As always, so many of you here supporting us, Larry, Glenda, Cindy, Zubair, thank you so much. Always a joy to be on with you. And we look forward to being with you again soon. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye -bye, Thank everyone. you. Much love to all. We want to thank you for listening today. We know you have many choices for content, and we are grateful you chose us. You can always find more of our episodes at the Energy Healing Network on YouTube. Please do make sure to subscribe to the channel so you can easily find more episodes or watch when we go live. Thank you again for listening and sharing these messages with others who you wish to encourage and uplift.